Welcome to Entropy Rising, a 4E D&D podcast, part of the LTM Gaming Network. When last we left our heroes, they had just fought off a small pack of Bloodseeker Drakes, who return now to our story, already in progress. Just to be clear, what else is part of the LTM Gaming Armbar's Pass. <laughs> oh, so the, Crisis. Other, the other campaigns that we run. Okay. Right. Whatever yeah. Matt's called. Yeah, Matt doesn't have a name yet, Elsa. Yes, it, does. it hasn't started. Okay. You just don't know what the name is yet. <laughs> okay, let me rephrase. Matt's hasn't started yet. Matt, can you so. tell us what the name is? Sure. It's going to be The Good, The Bad, and The Shiny. Yes! <laughs> Stupid Steve, you were going to give me the award for DM of the Year. <laughs> yeah, he got it for just naming his <laughs> He got it for one line. <laughs> <laughs> You know, this technically, is, this is the teaser part of the episode. Technically, we could give it to him for LTMCon when he ran the fifth edition game. Mm-hmm. You, you, you said this year, LTMCon. Yeah, I was gonna say LTMCon was last year. Yeah, but it's like the Super Bowl, where like mm-hmm. this year's Super Bowl is played in 2015, and mm-hmm. but you better check your uh, your die because uh, I may have deflated some. <laughs> Why don't we just go to the back to this weird old map? Oh, okay. Because I was trying to slide it over, and it just didn't go as far as I wanted <laughs> like, to. Shit, we came all the way across the world, and we're back in that same kobold dungeon. <laughs> it's recursive. Mm-hmm. Alright, so what's happening? We're on the road. We just killed a whole bunch of drakes, and yeah. Gwen's eating them. I was looking at trading. Okay, so we make our way to Ashkent. Ash yeah, th- th- that's why I put us up on the big map. So... Are they spicy? No meat is by nature spicy. You can saying, add spices. This is fantasy. Yeah. Why not? No, I'm saying they're Ashkentian drake legs. Wait, buffalo wings. Oh, I see. I see what you did there. Yeah. Yeah. Too far. Yes. Fine. <laughs> they're number five drake legs. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> you point a picture. <laughs> and Jessica Simpson's like, are there are they really Drake's legs? <laughs> Nobody. Okay, fine. <laughs> it's fish though, but it says chicken. <laughs> it's chicken of the sea, but it's fish. I was there with you, Steve. Okay, all right. So you guys travel until the end of the day. So it took you, you know, you left in the morning, and uh, by about midday, you were out to the road traveling back on the main old road and then you travel for the rest of the day and it's pretty uneventful does Aerith continue chumming <laughs> I thought we were all done I thought all we had was heads yeah okay well are you keeping the heads yeah alright <laughs> so, so the answer then is no you're not chumming anymore did we take uh, the dead theory. drakes or yes no we took something Okay, we took pieces. Yeah. The the valuable bits. Yep. <laughs> the genitals and eye teeth. My understanding is that you skinned them unless Matt told me differently. That would, take, that would have taken a while. Well, not well, like all of them, just, you know, like a couple of, like, strips off of them. I've got a big sharp sword. You've got an executioner's axe. Mm-hmm. That's never been used. That's why it's dull, used but, you know... <laughs> <laughs> He's the best headsman around. It takes him four good swings to get back through. <laughs> we, make sure true. They, we make sure they suffer. I totally executed those two dragon people. What are they called? Born? Dragonborn? 
Dragonborn, yeah. The the ones that Aerith was chumming? Yeah. Yeah. Is chumming a word? Did we just make that up? <laughs> That's a word. <laughs> okay. I mean, I know the word chum is a word. I've never heard it, like, in a verb that I was chumming. In Jaws, Roy <laughs> yeah. Scheider like, is chum. chumming chum before like. Jaws gets him. Roy Scheider doesn't die. Well, it comes up and surprises him. So everything in Steven Spielberg movies are based on reality? We can treat it as such? I'm telling you that chumming is a real thing because <laughs> I have a dad who, who loved fishing. So <laughs> chumming is definitely a thing. Have you never heard of, of chum guzzling? <laughs> no. No, I have not. It's for sharks with low self-esteem. <laughs> so uh, that evening... Do you guys want to stay on the road? Do you want to just camp slightly go off off the road? I think for we camping? have to stay close though, because we determine that the wagon won't go very far or easily into the sand. That is correct. So we can't be too far from the road. No, but just you know, because all the traffic that we've seen, mm-hmm. it'd be mm-hmm. polite to be off. Okay. Okay. If you guys remember when you first got on the old road. There was, like, a trench along the north side of the road, and it seemed like it was not as deep on the south side of the road. Mm-hmm. And where you're at now, uh, the trench is fairly deep on the north side of the road, and on the south side of the road, the sand is practically level with the road. So are you Okey-dokey. going to choose to go to the north side and go through the ditch, or are you going to no. just go where it's even? Yeah, just go where it's even. Sure. Because I would think we wouldn't want to get the cart stuck. No, not even attempt, no. Yeah. It wouldn't be worth it. And Kafan will suggest we keep a watch, if that wasn't already suggested, or assumed, I guess, I don't know. I think it's kind of the same. Okay. Alright, you guys set up camp, which I believe at this point means Aerith opens up the box mm-hmm. with the fire inside, right? Mm-hmm. And then falls down? Uh, spins twice and then falls down. Okay. Anything else? Um, before he falls down, Kefan will... There's a fire set up, and if we're sitting around the fire, Kefan will just look at both of them and say, what do you suppose our next... What are we doing? Well, weren't we traveling the Ashkent to be ready for what our lady asks next? Is that it? Aerith nods. Just waiting mm-hmm. for a raven. I don't have any other instructions. And... All right. Do you have any other ideas on what to do? I do not. I. This is not what I expected. What did you when expect? I, when I left the... Did I leave a monastery? Or what yes. was it, it called? Monastery? A cloister? A cloister, yep. So you said, what do I? What did I expect? Mm-hmm. I, I do not know, but I expected more purpose. And I expected... Something greater? Yes. Perhaps all the little things add up. My situation is such that I I continually expect my service to be needed in a certain way. You mean executions? Hmm. Some. I mean, what, Aerith, why were you with Boothal? Uh, <laughs> no, Steve doesn't remember. <laughs> uh, I think. I was, I went to a city and I joined. He was the first person that I was essentially assigned to to follow, and I followed. 
unlike you, I, I, uh, okay, hold on real quick. We also established that no one else has seen a revenant or is that not true? I think that's correct. When when I first met you, TJ said that I may not have seen a revenant, but I would maybe you would remember you were. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, you are not unfamiliar with the concept, but I don't know that you've seen any in this. You certainly have not seen any in this life. Right. And Aerith says, and I've been following since, and I simply follow whomever is in charge until it is revealed what my purpose here is. You do not know. Why the Raven Queen, would, Raven Queen would bring you back? It is presumptive to say that the Raven Queen is the one that brought me back. I was merely branded with her hmm. symbol, but it does not mean that she was the one who brought me back. Kefan looks pretty surprised at that. So you have no recollection or knowledge of who might have brought you back or for what purpose? I have no recollection of either of those things, nor of who I may have been before. I see. See, there's purpose, maybe. I'm sorry? So there could be a purpose. We could, the absence of any other instruction, we can be trying to find out why you're back. Uh, I would, I just, it, I would, it would help the, to know. Yeah. I mean, you, you guys more or less happened upon me, and it seemed to be my calling to join you. It does almost seem unfair for us to constantly be turning to you for answers when you've been in a part of the order for the so short a time. The burden of leadership, I suppose. True, but... You are good company. <laughs> Aerith has the data look on his face and says, <laughs> "Fan looks even more surprised." <laughs> I don't believe I've I don't believe I've ever heard someone say that about me. Beep boop beep boop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does not compute. As you guys are talking, you hear a rumble coming I'm, from I'm a the hungry. east. Pass the. Can you pass the Drake? Is there any swan left? <laughs> Is anyone from looking? from? You said from the east. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think we all look. Yeah. yeah. How big of a rumble are we talking? Like, is this an earthquake? Is yeah, it... yeah. I put my ear to the sand. Did, did did one of the horses lay down? Though it's getting dark, you know, the sun is set at this point. You know, you, you, you went pretty long, but with the mountains behind you, the sun set fairly quickly. But there's still enough light from stars and the moon because it's a fairly clear night to see there appears to be a large cart rolling down the road riding along the southern edge of the road. A large cart meaning comparable in size to our own? The cart is larger. The wheels on it appear to be as tall as the cart itself. Hmm. It's it's riding along, or would you say it's moving right along? Mm. Through good times and good, <laughs> the good friends you can't choose. Anyway. Um, Paul, negative experience points for making TJ sing. <laughs> Crap, now I have to dig out Jonas' sheet. So it is pulled by creatures that do not look like horses, and it appears to be dragging something along the side. In this case, it's along the south side. To be fair, our horses don't often look like horses. They look like big slugs. Yeah. <laughs> Racing slugs. It's yeah. still the nighttime, right? Just it about. Is. Oh. I mean, it, it's after the sun has gone down. Uh, I, I want to keep looking to see if I can discern what the thing on the side is. Okay. 
Does anyone Say, else want it, to do that? Oh yeah, I'm looking, but I I'm have low look- light vision as well, if it helps. I, I'm looking, but I don't have that thing. But I'd also like to be readying myself for a fight. I have night vision goggles. I have low light vision. So are we all making perception checks? Is this, since it's active? I, well, you specifically asked about looking and trying to determine what it was pulling along its side. All right, yeah, everyone just make a uh, perception check. Ugh, 10. Mm, not so great. 19. 16. All right. Um, Aerith is really focused on trying to figure out what that is on the side, but it's still a little bit too far away to determine that. And since you've been paying attention to that to the exclusion of everything else, you don't really pick up any other information quite yet. Gwen can, again, tell that very large cart is coming along. You can see that the creatures pulling it appear to be pulling it, uh, or, or moving rather, on two legs. You know, they're four-legged creatures. They're standing on their hind legs and tend to, and seem to have long necks and tails. Like They seem reddish in color. Or like Sorry? dinosaur. Uh, he said ostrich or dinosaur. Same thing. <laughs> That's what yes they became. Yes and yes. Okay. <laughs> Didn't you watch Jurassic Park? <laughs> Which one? We get some dino DNA. <laughs> That's there's only one if you're actually a fan of it. <laughs> so Kafan can see that this cart, uh, the thing along its side, is actually dragging through the sand, and the animals pulling it are very large drakes. Mm. Be ready, more drakes. Mm. I, I no we I still can't see what it's dragging. I'm focusing on that. I'll get to you in five or six more turns. Okay. So you guys are what ten feet, fifteen feet off the road? Yeah, probably not much more than that. Yeah. Okay. Enough so that we're out of the way. Oh, and uh, the other thing that you or actually no, you don't see that yet. As it pulls up closer to you, what you can tell is that the thing that's sticking off the side of the cart and is dragging along the road is sort of like a metal chute. It appears to be moving sand. Like, as the cart moves, it forces sand into it, and then it pushes the sand up and through the chute and then shoots it out the side. So it's making the trench that we've seen, weirdly? Yes. It's a Zamboni. When the cart gets about two or three hundred feet away, a light appears near the top, and uh, you can see that there's a lantern that was shuttered. That's sort of hanging. When the lantern gets opened, the drakes sort of growl. Like, you can hear that they're, you know, making some agitated noise. One person you can see standing on the top of the wagon seems to be talking at the drakes. Uh, another person hops down, walks widely around the drakes, and starts walking down the road towards you. Do you guys make any movements? I, I'm staying ready to fight if needed. I'll stand up. I will also stand up and be ready for a fight. 
only because that's All what right. Kafan said. The person that's coming down the road is a Dragonborn. Oh, this awesome. particular Dragonborn is a uh, gold-scaled. Sorry, I was going to say skin. I'm like, well, it's not skin. Gold-scaled Dragonborn. And uh, when he gets about 50 feet away, he holds up uh, both hands and says, uh, Greetings! And he just kind of stops there. And I'll uh, say, Greetings to you. What manner of uh, contraption is that? This is the sand mover. We go out. What does it do? <laughs> well, can I like, try to somewhat stealthily move towards our wagon, like, since Gwen is distracting this guy? Sure. You can make a stealth check. 16. Okay. The person, uh, the, the dragonborn, is doesn't obviously pay attention to you as you move. Okay. So I, I'd like to maybe throw a blanket over the dragonborn heads in the back of our cart, <laughs> and then I'll and then I'll sort of surreptitiously move back towards Thank the you. conversation. No, no, no! That's you were so, you were supposed to bring it out and put on <laughs> put your hand inside yeah. of it. How you doing? I'm fine. <laughs> well, it's like yeah, he's got two giant drakes. We have like drake bodies in the back. We have right, dragonborn right, bodies in the back. Right. <laughs> Are, are we shooting for a weekend at Bernie's feel or more of a the movie Clue where uh, they're making out with the dead guy? Mm-hmm. So you, Gwen had just asked what manner of contraption is that or what does it do? <clears throat> and he said, uh, his, his reply is, uh, we set out from Ashkent about once a fortnight. Our job is to ensure that the sand doesn't overrun the road. I thought we'd come and warn you that uh, if you stay where you are, you might get covered in a bit of sand, and it also, well, the trench might be a little deep for you to get your wagon back through. If and you'd like, we'll wait a moment so that you can clean up your camp and move, or you can also choose to stay there, or maybe move back a few feet just so that you don't get sand tossed on you. But it's no, no matter to us what you choose to do. Just we've found that if we don't alert people we can end up with some problems. So we've taken it upon ourselves to always inform people about what's going to happen if they don't appear to be moving when they see us coming. Mm. Well, thank you for the warning. I'll look to Kafan and Aerith and see if they have any thoughts on should we move the cart or attempt to cross it in the morning? Or When it appears that you aren't waiting like to ask him more questions. I, 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 oh, I, yeah. I was going to ask him how, how much further until Ash can. Yeah. Okay, he says, oh, about a day and a half from here. Thank you. Our our drakes can walk all day and all night, so my friend and I took this shift midday yesterday, so we've been going nonstop, but a little bit more slowly. If, uh, If you can have a good pace with those horses, yeah, early in about a day and a half. Is, Don't expect to reach it tomorrow. Is there what do nor what do how do people normally travel along this road? Are there places to stay that we have not yet seen? No, caravans mostly have to uh, bring their own provisions and uh, just go on the road. Most of the wells that do exist don't exist near the road, so no villages have popped up near 
because there wouldn't be anything to support them. If you're not well provisioned, well, I guess you're as close to Ashkent as you are to any of the other towns nearby. Your best bet is probably just to get on through to Ashkent. So, just a quick question. We like there was a split off that was a not not as good road that we followed to Dry Barrel. Have we seen other little roads that go somewhere else that we just aren't following because we're following this to Ashkent? You haven't passed anything since you came back to the old road, but earlier on, like when you were closer to the mountains, you saw maybe a couple to the north. Maybe you saw one to the south. But now that you kind of understand what's going on, it's possible that you didn't see anything to the south, maybe just because sand had blown over hmm. some things. Okay. Well, let's let us move the cart, I suppose. Okay. I guess we can put the cart back on the road and always keep the camp here. Mm-hmm. You you are certainly welcome to just stay on the road while we pass. Just be sure to keep your horses far to the side. Our drakes are good, good beasts, but well, they're not terribly tame. Noted. All right. Good night. And then he turns and walks back. Good luck on your uh, on your journeys. Thank you. All right. I guess we'll shift the cart out onto the road and uh, give them some wide berth. All right. So once you're off the road and it's clear that you've moved to the side and you're not moving any further, you hear, yeah, and the animals, the drakes, start to scratch at the road. And at first the wagon doesn't move, but after two or three good long steps where they're really dragging their nails across the stone the wagon does budge forward and then it rolls a little bit faster and a little faster and then it just gets to a pace where it's moving at what it seems is like their walking speed and uh, seems like maybe the weight of the wagon combined with their pull is providing all the force to move the sand up and you can kind of see that it comes pouring out the side and Whoever was sitting closest to the road might have gotten a shirt full of sand had you stayed exactly where you were. As uh, as the wagon passes, one of the drakes starts to like turn its neck and head out and sort of lean across the road. But one of the wagon masters, not the one who came and spoke to you guys, uh, flicks a whip and there's a crack and then the Drake turns its head back in and sort of like growls, but then just keeps walking straight. And now there is a good-sized ditch on the side of the road. Good work, Finn. What? I'm complimenting you on covering the stuff in the oh, wagon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. It, it seemed prudent. Kafan says, That could what? have been awkward. <laughs> Gwen Lovely says, I'm congratulating you on hiding the bodies that we murdered. <laughs> and with that... Are you guys going to stay on the road then for the rest of the night, or are you going to go off to the north side? No, at this point, this is the first traffic we've really seen. I guess maybe we should just stay on the road mm-hmm. not risk the ditch. But... I, I agree. All right. You reset up camp, and uh, are you going to do a watch? I think so. All right. What's the order? I'll go first. I can go second. I'll go second. Okay. <laughs> All right. Gwen, you're up first. Mm-hmm. Give me a perception roll. 
Woohoo. I rolled a one. I nod off. <laughs> yes, you do. Or I get sand in my eyes that they kicked up. No, we'll say you nod off. Aerith, you are second. Mm-hmm. All right. Go ahead and roll, we'll say... Endurance? I was thinking, like, that's the only one that really makes sense. Yes, that's the one that makes the most sense every time. <laughs> so, yeah, endurance. 24. Okay. You wake up, and you are not sure that it's your turn to take watch. But all of a sudden, you realize you're hearing two sets of people snoring. And you look up, and you see that Gwen has drifted off. Some people just can't handle life on the road. <laughs> all right. So, are you going to wake no. up at all? Or... Nope. Okay, go ahead and roll perception. Come on, one. Oh, 19. Okay. General desert noises. You hear coyotes. Ah! Oh. <laughs> 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 you You actually do hear the ocean off in the distance a little bit. <laughs> right. Yeah. Alright. But other than that, it's fairly uneventful. I will wake up Kafan and then go to sleep. Alrighty. Kafan, you're up. Roll perception. I got a rock. Twenty two. Alright. You see the sun rise up over the desert. The sand starts sort of pinkish before it turns into the sort of orangish that you're used to seeing before you wake up everybody else. Okay. I wake up everybody else. Have I seen any scorpions in this desert? Uh, yes. Okay. Did they rock you like a hurricane? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Have I seen any, like, spotted cats that were hard of hearing? Uh... We'll say no. Okay. They can't survive for very long because they can't sneak up on anything. Okay. And people, like, kind strangers do their best to keep them alive. Like, they uh, try and pour, like, sugar cane on them. <laughs> yeah. But then the poor cats, they're just, they're sticky sweet. The next day... This guys... session brought to you by 80s <laughs> <laughs> Possibly early 90s. <laughs> yeah. The next day, you guys travel fairly uneventfully down the road. It's not some lonely street of dreams, is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Wham! <laughs> Sorry, I hit my head on something. You don't just say bad names. That's not funny. <laughs> Paul. Make sure you wake me up before we go-go. <laughs> See? That's funny. Mm -hmm. When I say Steve, you say Perry. Steve. <laughs> Should have been go! <laughs> uh, we said no more journey psychouts. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. As I was saying, you travel uneventfully down the road. It's a particularly hot day. Like every other day that you've been in the desert, no clouds in the sky. The breeze 
such that there is is a hot wind and doesn't carry much in the way of relief from the sun. Do you guys want to really try and push today or do you want to take a break at noon to rest for some of the hottest part of the day? I'd rather push it for only a day and a half out or whatever. Yes. Kafan urges Sleep. to push through and then make it maybe a day if we can. I should have brought a parasol. You had <laughs> one. I can hold up my shield like it's a sunblock. <laughs> I feel like when we left the dwarven place, you had one before we were fighting those goblins. I agree. I also feel like that was a thing. <laughs> like, this is definitely not the first time Gwen and Parasol have been mentioned. Yeah. Gwen's turning into more and more of an anime character every day. Mm-hmm. Next thing, water will be leaking under your nose. <laughs> it's getting really big. Mm-hmm. Tentacle porn. <laughs> Old married guy. <laughs> so wait, wait. Steve can't come with any like sexy things to say about a porn, but he knows all about being violated by tentacles. Yeah, it's pronounced hentai, and I don't appreciate the way you're dissing it. <laughs> so anyway, you guys carry on. You press on, mm-hmm. and as the sun is starting to touch the tops of the mountain you can see the walls of ash kent in front of you yay we're going to make it so uh if you continue pressing you can reach there probably well after dark but if you wait you know you could get there you can make camp and then get there in the morning but i'm guessing you guys wanted to press on while Kafan and Aerith were pressing to push on, that doesn't mean that Gwen necessarily agrees or wants to. Well, Gwen didn't stop you from nope. going all going. day. I was guessing that she wouldn't stop you at this point. That's Keep right. Writing. Can Just you describe Ash Kent? What are the can walls made? Yeah. How big is it? What are the walls made of? Are there like big buildings we can see over the walls, or is it stone or brick, or who primarily inhabits it? Yeah. Okay. The Please give us the George R. R. Martin really descriptive backstory to the well, city. First, it was built out of hay. Then it blew over. <laughs> did I send the sticks. link for the wiki last time? Uh, probably. Did you Did you update Ashkent on there? I did put Ashkent in there. We probably read it, and none of us remember. Well, no, I don't know that I did. Oh, here. Oh, actually, yes, we did because I specifically put in Ashkent, or Paul did at least. Like up above in the chat, it's up there. Yeah, so here, I can just read it to you. Ashkent is inhabited mostly by dragonborn. Their reptilian heritage makes their existence in the desert climate more tolerable. The desert is the only land for hundreds of miles as the city is butted up against the eastern coast. The only fresh water is found in the few wells scattered throughout the city. Uh, They rely on their role as a port when traveling between the north and south. <clears throat> for importing crops, as there is no land suitable for growing in the vicinity. And uh, we'll say that if you have talked to Gwen, Gwen can inform you from her trading days with her family that Ashkent is a monarchy. The Malak line has ruled for generations. Before the first Malak took power, Dragonborn were mostly separate clans, which prefer, which preferred to bicker with one another until a battle erupted. The first Malak gathered those who would 
joined in peaceful friendship and then subjugated those who refused. But this uneasy stability has allowed Ashkent to become a reliable port during sea travel. However, people still rarely leave their boats to stay in the inns, as the historical precedent of warring clans is still a strong memory in the other races. Now, you also asked about the makeup of the city. Uh, the walls are about 30 feet tall, and you can see some few buildings rising above it, but for the most part, you're mostly just seeing the wall. Maybe like a chimney here or there sticking up high enough past a roof line to be seen above the wall. Okay. Were there other questions that needed to be addressed? Okay. And just so you know, it says it's on the eastern coast, but really it's on the little inlay bay over here, kind of. Like that's the water that it's up against because the old road sort of bends southward a little bit. So that way it explains your day travel and how you've reached a coast. Before we arrive, I guess I, I don't remember, did we have a plan for the bodies? Were we trying to, I mean, we were trying to prevent them from becoming zombies, but was there any sort of rite or ritual we were going to try to perform, or was it just basically just to scatter the pieces? I think I asked about a ritual, but I, I performed, know it. And... I performed last rites on them. Okay. I believe that's true. Should we bury them out here in the sand before we reach the city of Dragonborn? Were we, I thought we were keeping the heads as proof that we dealt with the Blackwings. Oh. And then delivering that to the temple was like, okay, hey, so look, we I, fixed it. That's what I remember. Like, was there a reason why we were bringing... Well, if that wasn't your here. reason, that was my reason. So <laughs> why are you keeping heads around? <laughs> I also thought that you were keeping that you still had the skulls of the other two who had been unjustly. Oh, maybe that's who those skulls are. The skulls that they had put on the sticks. Because those you were going to return for like a proper burial yeah. after they. Yeah, Aerith had okay. collected that, and we like dug up the rest of their bodies or something, didn't we? Or we tried to. <laughs> I may have done that, but why were you doing it? <laughs> you may have, but I can't remember. Okay. I think I helped bury the other ones. I don't remember if digging up anything. Hmm. That was just a heave ho into the desert. Maybe we did, but okay. I just, I couldn't remember if yeah, if we actually had a reason or if it was just kind of Steve's reason of didn't want the other bodies to turn into zombies. So no, that's right. We were trying that's to so, save that's only that. Steve in that era. Yeah. Mm. Yes, thank you for clarifying. <laughs> I am concerned about zombies. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, well, if that's the case, then yeah, we'll, I guess we should uh, place them nicely, not just have them like rattling around in the back, but and like you said, maybe have them under the blanket or mm -hmm. something. So yeah, how, how easily will they fit over the horses' actual heads <laughs> as like helmets? So instead of doing like the horse head mask that everyone's doing yep. these days, you're gonna give your horses people head masks, mm -hmm. dragonborn head masks. They're not people. All right. To the city. You guys approach the city, and as you go, the main road leads to a gate, but the gate is closed. or It appears closed as you approach it. It's nothing a good ramming won't solve. <laughs> I found that there are a few things in life that a good ramming won't solve. That was not in character. I was going to say, oh, we knew. <laughs> you pervert. 
It says the walking candle. <laughs> when you get close, you see that the main gate is indeed closed. There is a smaller door to the side, which is still on, or I'm sorry, is just off the road. Because um, as big as the road is, the gates are wide enough to allow the entire road to run into the city. Well, do you want to camp outside, or do you want to get in, in or see if they'll let us in tonight? Well, I'd say we see if they'll let us in. I'll get down from the cart and walk over to the door to knock. Okay, you knock. Am I knocking on Ashken's door? <laughs> well, are you knocking on Ashken's door, or are you knock, knock, knocking on Ashken's door? Well, we'll see if I have to knock more than once. You knock, and uh, it's not quite midnight it's maybe like 11 o'clock and you knock once and the you hear some noises going behind the door and a little window portcullis thing opens within the door so that someone can look out and you see a green scaled dragonborn all right i will i i'll use my diplomacy (laughs) nose Uh, attempt to greet him courteously and say, "All right, I and I know it's late, uh, but we are weary travelers uh, wishing to seek uh, shelter inside the walls this evening." Are you going to use diplomacy? Yes. Roll away. And that is thirty-two. Oh, of course. We just keep them closed in case a windstorm picks up. Try and keep the sand out of the city the best we're able. Just, just a moment. Prudent choice. Take your time. I'll walk back over to the cart. They said they're going to open the gate. Do we already know if there's a Raven Queen temple here? Every major city would have one, you would assume. I was going to say. It was outlawed in some way. Well, we talked about places that didn't, and I think it was like the Dwarf place and some... Yeah, but that's not a the... big place. Like, that's not one of the big cities on here. Yeah. Fire, Fire Mount, yeah, I was going to say, so Fire Mount is a good-sized city, but it's not like one of the major cities. And it's also strictly Dwarven community and, like, has always been a Dwarven community, so it's straight up, like, Moradin only. Um, Not because they disrespect the other gods, but just, like, they're all about Moradin, and that's all they've got going on. Okay. Um, But any city that would have, like, a lot of trade going on, like big ports and stuff, that's going to have temples of varying sizes, but at least one to all the major gods, all the major non-evil gods. And then it just depends on what city you're in. Obviously, if there's a city that's just evil, probably all the evil gods and maybe some of the neutral ones. Anyway, as Gwen walks away from the door, you hear some shouting going on at the wall. And then you hear um, the rattle of chains and wheels turning. And then you hear the hinges start to creak as the doors. Uh, swung open. It appears to be a two-piece door and so only one half is being opened. But again, since this road is big enough for several carts side by side, just having one of the doors swing open is sufficient for you guys to come in. Okay. And once it's open, I guess we'll start driving the cart through. And Do I see the dragonborn that I encountered? Yep. Uh, There's a there's that green scale dragonborn, and there are two silver scale dragonborn as well. I'll ask the green scale if he could uh, 
perhaps direct us in the or give us directions to the uh, temple of the uh, Raven Queen. Oh, Raven's Queen servants, eh? Mm-hmm. Well, this is the main. Well, of course, this is the main road. But once it stops being the road, it still is the main road. And uh, it'll take you to the center of the town. You'll come to the Victory Well. It's the, it's the first well you'll see in the road. When you get to that, the road branches off in five directions. You will want the second road counting from your right. And uh, from there, you can go maybe 300 feet or so. And you should be able to see the temple there. Thank you very much. I'll hand him a silver piece or two. Oh, well, thank you kindly. The the other two start to walk over. He says, hey, never mind. And off we will go. All right. So you go in and you come to the victory well. Do you want to refill your water supplies? Yes, please. Okay. So <laughs> No, screw it. <laughs> We're just in a desert. We don't need water. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Maybe you don't. I do. Aerith stays parched uh, when refills. While you're filling up, you look and you count the five streets and you see the second one from the right that they were talking about. So once you've had a chance to briefly water your horses and refill your containers. Do you have names for them or is this where the streets have no name? This is where the streets have no name. No, it's the horse that has no name in the desert. Well, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, it felt good to get out of the rain. It does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're switching uh, decades here, guys. This is not. This is not okay. <laughs> guys, I'm getting nauseous. We're moving through decades too quickly. <laughs> la, 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 la. After five days, you should let the horse run free. Because I mean, you're on the port now, so the desert has turned to sea. So once you've gotten all of your water, you head down the road and you walk away and. Maybe to start with, you weren't paying too much attention to the buildings because you were more looking for the well. And then once you got to it, now you're paying more attention to the buildings because you're trying to make sure you see the temple. Right near the well, it seems like many of the buildings are shops. They have empty carts out front. There are awnings, large awnings that run into the street quite a way. They're empty carts? Offering, yeah. Like, there's nobody selling anything? Well, I told you it's like 11 o'clock. Oh, right, it's right, right. It's pretty late yeah, in the okay. evening. So, <laughs> what the hell kind probably... of place is this? <laughs> oh, I'm going to be open at 11 p.m. Let's go to party. Woo! So, yeah, no, it looks like they probably, you know, there's, there's I, res, like, you know, maybe there's some. I thought Dragonborn were nocturnal. <laughs> no, I think we discovered that at the last place. <laughs> well, they tried to kill us in the middle of the night. Well, right. Killers of any race are nocturnal. So the shops sort of morph then into more residentially places. Uh, no windows on the bottom floor, just doors to let you in. But then the second floors have small balconies with uh, smaller awnings, you know, sort of just to co- provide shade in that one area. And... Then finally, those start to give way to a little bit more open space, and uh, you see a dark temple with a dark 
light coming from inside. So not a soft white light, but a darker, bluer light. And that appears to have iconography indicating that it is the Raven Queen's temple. I will stop the cart in front of it. All right. I guess we'll get down and approach the temple. All right. At least they left the light on for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As you approach the door, you see that this is much larger than the temple that you remember from the Keep of Iran, but the first space that you walk into does seem to be a public area. There are a couple of benches that face some Raven Queen iconography, like a woman with a hooded head carved of stone, and maybe over a little way, a raven carved of obsidian. There's the blue light that you were seeing is being emitted from a fireplace. If you approach, it's warm, and it certainly makes it uncomfortable in the heat, but it's not hot like a fire would be, like in a fireplace. And it is just, you know, wood, but burning it with a blue flame. There are several doorways leading off of this main room, whereas the Cuba Ran only had, I believe, three hallways. This one has seven. Is there anybody about? You don't see anyone in this space, and at this time, the doors are closed. I guess we just sit down in front of the fire. Sure. <laughs> Warm up our hands on the by the blue... The ghostly blue flame. Fire. <laughs> then maybe someone will see us if they come in, but or if they have a watch or something. So it's like shut, sort of? What shut? Well, you say that again. I said, is there anybody about? And you said, there's nobody, but... Oh, I, I said, you, you nobody don't... about. Yeah, there's nobody in this main common area. Like, right, you but don't like see the anyone doors are around. closed off of this area? But, but the door... Right, all the seven doors that will lead out of this room are closed. So it's not like you see no one right. in this main room, but like down the hallway you see somebody. So it's sort of closed. Like we came in here, but everything's closed from here. Correct. Yeah. Okay, we'll just try a door. Okay. Do they normally have, like, guest quarters or places that people from out of town would just know if you get in if you get in late, just... Uh, Key, keys under the rug? Yeah. Right, I mean, I feel like th this would be common enough. Mm, Maybe not. Let's say Aerith can roll history. Roll history. Ooh, I rolled high. Do I have history? <laughs> nope. 21. Nope, I don't have history. So I rolled a 21. <laughs> no, no, I rolled a 19. <laughs> I, I understand. We will say that at one point, very early on, Aerith was with a group who did take up residence in a similar situation where it was late evening and they came upon a Temple to the Raven Queen and sort of left, let themselves in and made themselves at home. So you would guess that it would not be out of the question to look for a room. Okay. Kafan's already walking down the hallway. Are you looking? Yeah. Right. Just screaming, so, Is there a room open? 
<laughs> so what I was going to ask was, um, did you just randomly pick a door, or did you pick one with some... Um, I guess Kefan might have an idea of what to pick, but he's just looking for... He definitely doesn't. Oh, okay, then I guess I pick randomly. Okay. I didn't know if you're like, I want the middle one, or I want the one all the way to the left or the right. Or... Sure, he randomly picks the middle one. My my next message I'm sending is, let's have standard markings on the doors. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Especially for guest quarters. Right. Also, let's have a suggestion box. Yes. Well, all right. Send it on the raven. <laughs> you open the middle door, and uh, there is a hallway. There are three doors on each side. And one at the end of these seven doors, five are closed and two are not. One of the doors that is not closed is partially closed, but there's light coming out the door. I'll motion for Gwen to come with me. I'll get up and go over. Towards the the door that has, it's open, but has a little light coming out of. And I'll go up to the door and sort of knock and not open it, but knock and sort of see what I can see through the opening. Alright. You knock, which opens the door a little bit further, and you see a small, modest room. There is a bed, a desk, and a stool. And on the stool, leaning over the desk, is a dragonborn who is reading a book by candlelight. And uh, he... Um, the dragonborn turns to you and looks surprised and says, Oh, can can I help you? Good evening. Uh, we're fellow servants of Our Lady and uh, are seeking uh, a place to rest this evening and perhaps longer as we await further guidance. Oh, of course. Let me grab the temple master and uh, I can have him let you know which rooms are available for you. Uh, please, come with me. Thank you. Uh, I'm Gwenaris, and my companion here is Kafan. We also have Aerith with us. <laughs> smiling, smiling wave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Were you Were you right behind us? Or were you? I thought you said you were going somewhere. I, I didn't... I wouldn't imagine that I would have... Oh, you're saying because I thought I knew what I was doing? That I would have yeah, left? Yeah. I... <laughs> <laughs> eh, I I may not have known, but I feel like I wouldn't have shared the information. I'd just let us keep walking around. Okay. Oh, so I didn't know you were like exactly right there with us. I thought you might have been somewhere else. So Okay. Then I would have said, it. these are my companions, Aerith and Kafan. I am Strongtail. Allow me to take you to our temple master. You uh, go down to the end of the hallway, and uh, Strongtail knocks on the door and waits a moment, and then... You hear a voice say, Enter. Strongtail opens the door, and in a room not unlike Larabelle's study, um, there is a... You did say you did say Lulabelle, right? <laughs> anyway, there's a more ornate desk that is facing towards the doorway. Sitting in a chair behind it is another dragonborn. The dragonborn is a uh, black-scaled dragonborn. And he stands up and says, Yes, how may I help you? Uh, I am Gwynair Silverkin, a servant of Our Lady. This is uh, Kefan and Aerith, also servants. Uh, we wish 
uh, a place to rest this evening as we wait further instructions. Ah, interesting. You are quite the dynamic group. I am fate. I would be happy to provide you with quarters. Do you have any animals that require looking after? Uh, we've got a, a cart with two horses and a another horse, uh, if you wouldn't mind. Racing snails. Racing snails, <laughs> yeah. They need to keep the salt away. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't feed them after midnight. <laughs> what if we want them to multiply? That's true. They'd have more racing snails. <laughs> but they'd be evil. Right. But just don't wash them. But they come with a free frogger. <laughs> the frogger is also cursed. <laughs> but it comes with trays of sprinkles. That's good. <laughs> the sprinkles contain potassium benzoate. That's bad. So, can I go now? <laughs> so, fate says, uh, strong tail. Please show these three two cells that they can rest in. I believe there are three in the east wing that are unoccupied at this time near the library. Also, please have weak grip. Uh, show their uh, take care of the horses. Yes, sir. Fate. So, strong tail walks into the hallway. And, ter- and stops at one of the closed doors, knocks briefly, but almost immediately after finishing knocking, opens, pushes open the door, and says, uh, Weak Grip, uh, you are needed to take care of some horses. A uh, sleepy-looking dragonborn r- rolls itself out of bed, sort of sleepwalks towards the door. But Strong Tail's already leading you guys further down the hallway. Strong Tail comes out and uh, says, Before I show you to your rooms, do you need to get any of your things? Or can they all wait until the morning? I mean, I'm, I'm always carrying my staff, so yeah. I don't know. I mean, everything else is just extra. Very well. Then uh, follow me. And uh, he turns right. I'll go out and. I say I think I've got a thing or two to bring in. So oh, then uh, then we'll wait here for you. I was gonna go out and uh, make sure we have the skulls wrapped up in like one of the wolf skins and bring it in so that they're again not just out there. <laughs> okay. Although if there's any temple you could drive a cart into where the back is filled with bones and carcasses, it's gotta be this one. It's gotta be this. But it's, <laughs> let's see if we can. The idea is we're trying to, you know, we're trying to show respect right, for these ones. Right. So. Right. And then we'll, I was going to present them in the morning uh, if they have a ritual or something they want to do with them. Mm-hmm. So, or if they're people they know. So. so I'll return. You return, and Strong Tail, like I said, uh, well, as Gwen's coming in, she has to go left. Uh, Strong Tail went right, coming out of the hallway. Uh, goes to the far side of that room and uh, takes the door, and it leads to a sort of circular area. There are five doors here. Uh, Strongtail points to the second one, counting uh, from the left, and says, this is the library. People do occasionally use it during the nighttime, but as you can imagine, it's fairly quiet here. So unless you are an incredibly light sleeper, it shouldn't bother you. These other three doors, and he sort of like walks and 
does a quick tap and pushes open the door at all three rooms and says, uh, you, you're welcome to use any or all of these rooms. Bell rings at first light. Two bells ring once breakfast is ready. So if you would care to join us, be ready at second bell. You'll want to go to the furthest door opposite of this one to get to the dining area. He sort of gestures like you'd have to go back outside and go to the far door there. Many thanks, Johnny Tail. It is my pleasure to serve. Do you require anything else this evening? I believe not. I'll look at Kafan or Aerith, see if they have anything. <laughs> nope. Do they ever have anything? No, well, I'm, I'm trying to be nice. Then, if you require nothing else, I will return to my studies, and I shall see you on the morrow. Thank you. So you guys can choose to share a room or all of your own room or... I'll take my own. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I'll take my own then. Trying to say something, Aerith? Yeah, you stink. <laughs> <laughs> you smell real, real bad. So you guys each take a room, and I'm guessing no one's planning to stay up and keep a watch. You're all just going to sleep tonight? I think I'm just going to sleep. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna try. Like, I apparently fell asleep the night before. Did you? Is there a, like a basin of water or something I can slightly at least clean up with and then go to sleep? You don't see one in your room. Uh-huh. There might be a bathroom nearby, but there also might not be. You didn't ask. No, I didn't. So I will just go to sleep. So here's the uh, so here's the uh, <laughs> fanfic or the fan service with uh, fan for all those people that really really like. Uh, asexual water cascades down <laughs> ziz chest down ziz abdomen and down ziz nothing <laughs> no yeah so just go to sleep I do want is there a way can I make a roll against my history to see if I've ever heard of this dragonborn named fate like I don't know maybe at the monastery they would have talked about other leaders of other temples um, Dude's name is Fate. He sounds kind of important. I'm going to say that. See, weak ripper. That's not to watch out for. Yeah, I'm going to say that <laughs> where you were on basically the other side of the world, yeah. information about like local church leaders is not something that was really. Okay. But he's like a he's much like a known or discussed major cardinal or something. No, more like, you know, general ranks and classes, not individual holding positions. But I guess that's what you get when your highest, most leaders are a shadowy organization who's known to no yeah. one. Okay. Then, yeah, just sleepy time. Alrighty. You all rest that evening and you all sleep well. The first bell wakes you. You can decide if you want to continue sleeping or if after a long day of travel or if you want to start getting up and preparing yourselves for the second bell and breakfast. I would sleep in. Yep. I'd probably try to kind of slowly get out of bed and try to start preparing myself. All right. If there's nothing that you need to find and you just stay in your room, then you just stay in your room getting ready. And uh, about an hour later, two bells ring. Are you guys sleeping in through breakfast, or are you getting up for no. breakfast? Oh, I'm getting up for breakfast. Get up for breakfast. Okay. You're just, like, rolling out with, like, bedhead 
in your pajamas. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Going and, down, and complaining about how come the soft serves shut off. I'll have my jelly. You pay for the food. I'll have my jelly. Why can't we have soft serve for breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> Interestingly enough, when you get to breakfast, your choices are chicken or waffles. I will have one of each. <laughs> As will I. Yes, same for me. All right. Are there other people there? There are. There is actually a large group of people. Some are standing in line at the kitchen to get food. Some have already sat themselves down to eat. And obviously some are working in the kitchens. There are a majority of dragonborn, pretty much of all colors, you know, metallic and chromatic. There are a fair number of humans, some half-orcs, and uh, one gnome. Ooh. You can be my dragon, it don't matter if you're red or gold. <laughs> do 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 That was a stretch mat, wow. <laughs> I know. I'm getting tired. Yeah, on that note, as long as we're starting a new day, we should probably cut the episode. It's already a little bit long. I, I, I just, it was yeah. all comedy gold to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Indeed it was. I don't know what you guys are talking about. The gang got to Ashkent and uh they're waiting to see if they get orders or if Kafan's suspicions begin to become more troubling. Uh, find out next time on Entropy Rising. You bet your ass, Kent. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. You can find us on Twitter at LTM Gaming, online at LTMGaming.com, and you can send email, comments, questions to Matt at LTMGaming.com. Because Matt loves junk mail. Yay. <laughs> Makes him feel special. <laughs> He's got lots of junk in his trunk. If by trunk, you mean mailbox. Yes, that is exactly what I meant. What you going to do with all that spam? All that spam. Up in your can. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to stop recording with that one. <laughs> all right, then. Small world after all. <laughs> there should be a D and D theme park somewhere. Not enough we people should. would go. It would we smell really terrible. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you have like D and D ride. Could I be one of the people that gets hired on? Can you like the people who like are in Goofy's costume, but I could run around and tell people they're going to hell. Like I can be Debbie. Like, come on, kid, you want to get some real magical powers? Come on with me. <laughs> sure, Steve. <laughs> You can work there for one hour. I want to work there all the time. I want to be able to the one who's convincing them of the evil of their ways. And, and like, I honestly believed, and I don't know why, that, that, that the crisis, if you will, had passed. And that people would have left it well enough alone. But they've made an actual movie version of that thing, Matt. Yeah. Recently. Yeah. Like, no, I, I like saw not in the 80s. That. It's no, like where, where yeah, I would I have expected it to exist. But, like, recently, and I'm going... There is so much wrong with these, like... I thought it was a parody. No. It is legitimately them. Like, the first really? line of... Yes. Yes. The first line uh-huh. of it is like, ha, ha, ha.
like it's like this dark council like now that the homosexual agenda has set in let's bring in D&D <laughs> <laughs> see the thing the thing i saw about it was that i think it was like they're trying to get the permission to do it so they're trying to do it somewhat seriously but also like so over the top that it is kind of tongue in cheek that it's a parody of how dumb it is but all i know is i'm going to call up some porn company and tell them to make a version of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Billy, the only way for you to achieve level six is to get me, well, I don't know, to make me orgasm. <laughs> to sex. <laughs> to sex uh, you're such a, a sad old married father. You can't even think of porn things anymore. Exactly. The, the he sex wanted... bits. What? Shut oh yeah, up. take off your clothes and oh, then yeah. get in the tub, but don't play with all the toys because some of them need to stay dry. Do you think a guy comes up and knocks on the door? I heard there's something with Dino. Honey, do you want to have sex? That have to take five minutes because we're trying to do it while our kids are sleeping. <laughs> That's not funny, guys. (laughs) (laughs) My imagination's just all gone. (laughs) No. Go faster, honey. The baby's looking at us. (laughs) 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 It'll be be labeled on the porno as a threesome, but that's all it is. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> that's like TJ level terrible. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh goodness. <laughs> so the timer is running. And welcome back after we pride ourselves. <laughs> Horrible, horrible place. <laughs> See, D and D is evil. <laughs> we proved it. Well, see, the theme park wouldn't work anyway. You'd have would you have to have like a different gate for each edition? Yeah, have, like... no, you could have like an open field of like edition wars. Like that's all <laughs> yeah. would be a big yeah. central Just area. Pick up, or instead big... of like future world or something, it's like here's three point five land and <laughs> right. And like the fourth, the fourth edition guys, look, you just go look, kick. That bard's wearing chainmail. Yeah. Oh. And then like the fourth edition guys, you just go beat them up because they're taking too long to tactically plan out what they're going to do. <laughs> <sighs> that helped. That was even better than before. Hold on, hold on. Let me say that dirtier. That's what she said. That was even. <laughs> 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 Never mind. That's good enough. I don't sleep well in general. Is it because of all the atrocities, Paul? Yeah. <laughs> that's right. The guilt. <laughs> well, that's not true. Don't lie. <laughs> no one will buy that one. It's just because we're recording this. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. It's, he, look, at he said he showed remorse. It's a bunch of crap. <laughs> when, when I go to the Hague for war crimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's awful.